Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, we've talked a lot this morning about the situation in Israel and Gaza and the global impact, and it is global. We talked with Congressman Larson about it. Now we want to talk with Howard Stauffer, uh, professor at the University of New Haven here on Brian & Company. Uh, good morning, Professor. How are you? Uh, good morning. Uh, thanks for getting up uh, uh, with us. I don't know sure. really where to start. Um, you know, there's there's so many different angles, whether it's, you know, this Iran backing it to sort of scuttle the Saudi deal, this, you know, issue of maybe Israel become too complacent. Um, will other countries get drawn in? Uh, you know, just generally speaking, now that we've had, you know, two days here to, to digest it, you know, where, 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 what do you think people at home or in their car listening, where do you think their focus should be on right now? Well, they should understand that um, Israel's a, an ally of the United States. Um, they've suffered now over a thousand casualties, which is um, a staggering number because when the war, the um, it's the same day as the Yom Kippur War, October 6th, 50 years ago. And Israel lost 2,000 soldiers in that war. And that left a hole in Israel for at least two generations. Somebody was not there that should have been there, a brother, a father, a son. And now a thousand, at least 1,000 civilians have been killed. And in fact, 267 young people were killed at a concert, just slaughtered, you know, mowed down by uh, these uh, militants that poured out of uh, Gaza. I think uh, you have to look at what Israel's doing now. Israel's not started an incursion yet. They've sealed off Gaza. No food, no air, no, no water, no food, no electricity is going in. And uh, that can't be sustained for long because it's 2.2 million people who can't be blamed for all of this. And um, <clears throat> Israel's trying to recover. They haven't even finished mopping up uh, operations in the many uh, to 22 towns where they were taken over by over a thousand militants came through the fences or, or flew in on gliders or tried to get in by speedboats. So, well, you know, what, let me just interject there, Professor, because yeah. you know, they, every country has every right to defend itself. And if you were attacked here in the U.S. and then everyone just all of a sudden said, "Well, we have to," you know, de-escalate, you would want to have some sort of you know, measured commensurate response. At the same time, all right. we're doing is perpetuating the cycle of hatred and violence. So, and there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of Palestinian civilians killed in yep. in this. And so ultimately, I know it's easy for us to say, but like what good does any of it do toward creating what some people feel there's no possible solution here? Well, one thing has to be kept in mind, 
the, the Palestinians, especially the West Bank leadership, but the but Gaza too, there have been at least three times that a complete and absolute peace treaty and a peace deal was given to the Palestinians since ni- since 1990. And they've turned it down three times. And in fact, there have been elements of it. They've turned down any chance to have a peace treaty with Israel because they continue to demand that all of Israel, whatever exists for Israel today, belongs to the Palestinians, which is not historically correct, and it's certainly not a way to negotiate. So these continuous refusals to have peace meant that everything had to be pent up um, in the West Bank and in Gaza. And finally it exploded with the help of the Iranians, probably, and they were very, you know, sophisticated, complicated operation to carry this event out. And there's going to be a lot more to follow. But I think you're right that we need to look at, well, looking further down the road, what could be done now? Maybe it could be a way to convince the Palestinians, not under the leadership of Abbas, who is the head of the Palestinian Authority, 87 years old, elected in 2005 and refuses to hold another election. Same thing with the Hamas leadership, elected in 2007, never had another election. But at some point, there has to be word that whatever deals are going on with the Abraham Accords and trying to get Saudi Arabia to recognize Israel, something needs to be done now for the Palestinians that will move the process forward, let them have normal lives. And, um, and you know, there were 18,000 Palestinians in Gaza working in Israel every day. They were giving permits, and that number kept going up and up. And that was hopefully a way to try to relieve unemployment in the region and, or in Gaza and to try to expand the number of young people that could be getting jobs and learning things but, and working inside of Israel and seeing what would be possible for them. What about this um, characterization of Gaza really as just an open-air prison? Well, it, it's one way of putting it because the Israelis did seal it off and the Egyptians on the southern end. And, you know, how long can you continue to sustain that? There were many in Israel particularly with the right-wing government there, that just said, we're going to focus on Saudi Arabia and other countries that we can get to recognize Israel, but we're not going to deal with the Palestinian issue. And if you're, you know, unemployed and you're uneducated and you're living inside of Gaza, the only place you can turn is to the Qasem Brigades and to become a militant. Or other people, 50% 50 unemployment among the entire population, 70% unemployment among those under 30. That generates tensions that boiled up and exploded. So that has to be addressed. We're talking with Professor Howard Stauffer from the University of New Haven here in Bryan and Company. Do you think, uh, assuming that Iran was helpful to Hamas in this situation, do you think that Israel will do something to broaden the conflict? Well, not right now. I think the whole question of why this happened without Israel being aware of it, it's a colossal intelligence failure. Um, All of that has to be done after this situation calms down and gets resolved to some degree. That Israelis now again feel safe and Palestinians are not being bombed. There have been over 800 targeted uh, attacks on, um, on Gaza in the last two days, mainly to find where the rockets are being fired. But yeah, there needs to be then afterwards... Who did this? And if the Iranians are responsible, then maybe the United States and a whole bunch of other countries together with Israel will try to find some way to get back at the, at the Iranians because they are just trying to you know, create tension and, and, and chaos throughout the Middle East. That's their job. How does, and, it, uh, that's what, how does this change things? So, I mean, there's a sense 
that I the stuff that I've read that you know the Israelis just didn't think anything to this degree was even possible. Not only with logistics, but audacity and other other elements. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, you know, is this going to change? Because and 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 this, the the young generation in Israel, they're they're very. Um, you know, they 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 don't have they didn't have that sense of fear that their parents or grandparents had. I mean, it, it does this because there's a lot of feeling that they were just too complacent about the threats around right. them and they're surrounded by enemies. I mean, how does this change? And there was even pushback about this, you know, requirement to serve starting to do that. So, how does this change the way the everyday Israeli approaches life? Well, you know, Israel was completely divided. There were hundreds of thousands of people in the streets opposed to Netanyahu, the prime minister's uh, plan to uh, make the Supreme Court subject to the Knesset, their, their parliament. And, you know, that had never happened before. And the Supreme Court has always been a way, their Supreme Court has always been a way to put a check on what the executive branch and the legislative branch would do. And then you come in with this right-wing government, you know, people who have been basically two people who were ministers that were criminals, and then suddenly with this attack, the entire country just comes together. As it did, you know, in the uh, Yom Kippur War, 67 war, the country just solidifies. 300,000 reservists have been called up. The hope is that... You know, Israel will not seek revenge, but it will seek to find a solution. And they're angry. They're upset. You know, people have lost. Every single family is going to be affected by the loss of life or those injured already. But eventually people have to realize you can't just ignore this problem. It has to be dealt with. And one way to deal with it is to demand that the Palestinians get new young leaders in their 30s and 40s who want peace with Israel, who want to have prosperous lives. But that's down the road. Right now, Israel has to secure the area, uh, make sure that no more rockets are fired, and then eventually they're going to have to provide food and energy, uh, you know, fuel and electricity to the region, and then find out who are these leaders that caused this, uh, you know, the, the Palestinian, the Hamas leadership is going to have to be eliminated. Yeah, I just And said, a new leadership yeah. comes in. I'm just the... the, the I'm an optimistic person here, but now we're going to have another generation of people who saw their brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers murdered on both sides. And I know, and I know, but it, it was also the Yom Kippur War that eventually led to Sadat, the Egyptian president, flying to Israel three years later and landing in Jerusalem and starting the whole peace process with Egypt and eventually Jordan, and now through the Abraham Accords, all these other countries. It is possible. Most people don't want to fight. Most people want to be able to live normal lives and, and prosper within their communities and take care of their families. Mm. That will be the strongest tie, but that's, that's not something that can be considered now. Yeah. I think right now we have to look at, make sure the Israelis you know, take a proportionate stance and make sure that the, all of the thousand or more, that 1,500, no one's sure how many got in to Israel, are either neutralized by uh, becoming captive or being killed in their firefights with the Israeli uh, IDF forces, yeah. and, um, and then find a way to get Gaza to have a different leadership. You cannot have these extremists running Gaza, working with Iran, and Israel's going to have to learn why didn't they know that the Iranians were helping them prepare one of the most complex and, and really quite well executed from the point of view of a military attack right. um, in, in, ever. Yeah. And they have, once they find that out, they have to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, Professor, we've got to run. We're out of time. Really appreciate the insight and the thoughtful responses here this morning. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.